Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. Today, we are talking all fashion, which I am excited because I don't know a lot about fashion. If you can see what I'm currently wearing, it is a Walmart athleisure shirt and shorts that are far too small. So I'm very excited to have a professional. We will be talking with Veronica with Litany NYC. We're super excited to have her with us. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm, sorry, I'm still laughing about. <laughs> no, you're good. I... <laughs> She's right, guys. Her, her fashion sense today. Yeah, it is. Quality it is quality. <laughs> it's a hand, a handkerchief like scarf thing that I wear every you know, day. Um, keeps the yeah, headphones on. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. My hair is like not existent right now. So I'm so grateful that you're here. We're going to talk all about fashion, sustainability, how to build like a wardrobe that makes sense, but also is good for the planet. So I'm excited to have you here to share your wisdom. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are and a little bit about Litany. Okay. So my name is Veronica. As you said, I studied fashion design and entrepreneurship at FIT. I graduated in 2018 with degrees in both of those things. I also minored in art history. So I really love the Artemisia Genaleski's painting of Judith beheading Holofernes, but I don't tell people that often because it's very gory and I don't want to freak them out. But yeah, I studied that. I hung out a lot at the Catholic Center at NYU during college because I just really wanted to feed my faith life. And there I met my friend Olivia, who's now named Sister Maria Dominique. She just received her religious name. Yeah. Congratulations. We're going to visit her soon. I'm so pumped. So sweet. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, very excited. Um, but so she studied at Parsons, the new school for design. And so she had this very great conceptual base of like understanding fashion. And then I had this really good technical because FIT is a very technical school. And we always thought it would be fun to start a clothing line, but we always thought maybe we'll do it when we're older. And then she was discerning religious life. So we were like, maybe we won't get to do it. And then we both lost our jobs and we were like, do you want to try it? I don't know, because you have a year and you don't want to just start another job and get used to it. That's stressful. Mm -hmm. And so she made a very like loving sacrifice to basically make something that she knew she was going to leave. So um, we got to start it up together for a year. We didn't know COVID was coming either. We started it. (laughs) So we like designed the whole first collection over Zoom and Google Drive. And yeah, now we have two collections out. Scarves, and like a full-time employee named Rachel and like guest writers and stuff. It's a little crazy to realize how much we've grown, but it's also really exciting to get to do what I've always wanted to do at such a young age. Wow. That is so amazing. And I mean, and we'll definitely put the website for Litany in our show notes as well. So people can check that out. Your clothing is gorgeous. Um, (laughs) Yes. From an athleisure girl, you inspire me to, you know, to branch and start wearing things that are definitely more beautiful. But your art history background definitely makes sense because then when I look at your clothing, mm. it is very beautiful and it's beautiful like in an artistic way, you know, like mm. I think the expression of your clothing. Tell us a little bit about your name, Litany. What does that, where did that come from? What does that mean? Yeah, that came from the Litany of Saints. We were, we were talking one day and we were like, oh, we could like name each shirt like after a different saint, you know, like how Aerie has like their different things named after different Love girls, that. like random girls. And then Olivia was like, we could call it like Litany. And we were just like, ah. <laughs> you were like, oh my gosh, wait, that's it. I love that. And it was like senior year. We were both like doing our theses and we were like, ha, cool idea. Never going to happen. 
so yeah, we were lucky that like it didn't take that much to come up with a name. But yeah, we wanted something that was going to be inspired by the fruits of contemplation. Olivia is a sister with the Dominicans now. We went to our college chapel and was a Dominican. So we both like really loved that spirituality. You know, the fruits of your contemplation being something that can point back to God and point back to your prayer life and your relationship with him. And so, yeah, for people who want to learn about how our clothing is inspired by our prayer lives, we have all that available, but it's not something that is so in your face that it's exclusive for Christians or Catholics. Um, sure. We want it to be something that's like accessible for everyone and and really meaningful and fulfilling for everyone involved in making it. I love that. I love that way to evangelize without like, you know, really being out there. So (laughs) intense. I love that. Like, you know, kind of secret evangelization. That's awesome. Yeah. Shirt inspired by the incarnation. If you want to know what that is. People are like, that's really beautiful. (laughs) And you're like, huh? Yeah, it is really beautiful. That's amazing. So I know with your clothing, um, you guys take measurements and a Mm -hmm. lot of it is very intentionally made. Well, all of it is very intentionally made, but in a lot of your clothing, you, you know, take particular measurements to make sure that it fits and that it's exactly what the person who ordered it wants, which is amazing, but probably also takes so much work and effort on y'all's end. But I know that it's very important to have each item feel particular for that person. Can you share with us just a little bit about having clothes that are, you know, particular and precise rather than kind of massive amounts of clothes that aren't really made for you, but you just kind of consume anyway. Mm, I love the word like precise because I feel like that's, uh, just love a good vocab word where you're like, that is such a satisfying <laughs> word. So correct. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because, well, our bodies are, our bodies and our souls are one. We believe that as Catholics, that like, they're not something that are meant to be separated. And so we have the pattern making technology now to make clothing made to someone's measurements instead of just making a bunch of sizes and having people fit themselves to the clothes. And so that's how we came up with that idea. But I think not only in terms of how the garment fits, but also how it suits your soul in a sense of like, mm-hmm. I interviewed someone on our podcast the other day and she wasn't even religious at all, but we started talking about how clothing makes you happy and how it can affect you. And she said something about making the outside match the inside. So you're expressing yourself. I mean, and your friend Lily does this all the time with theology of style, like this sense that like what we wear means something and it can be really particular to who we are. Mm. And so it's really easy to just follow trends and see what other people are telling you to wear. But I think when you actually find something that makes you really happy, it transforms you. It helps you be more who God created you to be. It helps you feel more confident in yourself. You show up for other people as a more full version of yourself. And I think that's just really, really powerful. I love that. I love that. And the precision and the expression. And, you know, and for me, I remember when Lily, our mutual friend and my old roommate, she helped me go through my closet years ago because I remember talking to her and telling her like, I don't have nothing to wear. I, you know, had a job where I had to go to work at a parish and, you know, dress professionally every day. And I was like, I have no clothes, but a closet full of clothes. And I don't know Mm. how that is happening. And (laughs) through like her telling me that I should go thrifting and me trying that and failing because I had no idea what I was doing. 
And then one day she just went on FaceTime with me and was like, just take me in your closet. And it was just a hodgepodge of like a paisley dress that was like, had that like midi length and I'm five foot zero. So that's a vibe for some. It was a maxi dress. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) maxi dress. That's a vibe for some five foot zero girls, but like not me. So it's like a midi dress that paisley with like thick straps and like kind of the top look kind of like a bra. And then like, and it was just not cute. And then tons of like, t-shirts from this camp I used to work at that I used Mm. to wear and then like tons of pants that didn't fit me correctly from like Walmart and H&M and just like a hodgepodge of things that aren't bad things on their own but just Mm. like it wasn't working for me and so it was just so cool to now years later have a actual sense of fashion even though right Mm. now I'm not expressing that um, in my (laughs) current outfit but just actually have like a sense of like you were saying, what makes me feel happy and like excited to get dressed, you know, um, and yeah. just like the idea of getting dressed rather than like wearing clothes. Yeah, you know? that like getting dressed can be a time for prayer and a time for preparation of the day instead of just like a chore, you know. Exactly, exactly. And so I know with especially with my friend Lily and I know that y'all have shared a ton on your page as well about ethical fashion and kind of shopping more conscientiously. Can you share a little bit more about that and what that means? And I know for a lot of us shopping sustainably and making sure that we're, you know, intentional about who we buy from and what we buy, et cetera, it can seem really overwhelming. It can either seem mentally overwhelming or like, it's going to just be fiscally insane. (laughs) Like I don't have enough money to buy. (laughs) you know, really intentional ethical things, or I just don't even know where to start. So can you kind of share with us a little bit more about that? So I think a really great place to start is like you said, figuring out what you actually like, because once you know what you like, you can either find things secondhand or you can invest in a garment that you know you're going to wear a lot. So I like to look at like the cost per wear, quote unquote. So you basically look at something and you say, how many times am I actually going to wear this? And then you divide that that with the cost of the garment. So if you're only going to wear it once or twice, is it really worth it? You know, Mm. you might actually be spending more on something from H&M that you only wear twice than a really well-made garment that you invest in that you wear like for the next five, 10 years. Mm. And so I think it really helps to have a sense of that because then you go into whatever it is, whether it's a company that isn't greenwashed. So greenwashing is basically... We see companies like H&M doing it all the time where they say, look at all of these things we're doing for sustainability. But then you look at the factories that they work with. They haven't paid the factories yet. The conditions that they're working in are really horrible. And so they're not really, you know, they're kind of using it as a marketing gimmick. And because of that, it can make it feel like you said, really overwhelming to even know what companies to trust Mm. that are affordable. And so usually what I end up doing if I'm looking for something that's more affordable is shopping secondhand. So that can either look like going to thrift stores, but again, a lot of people don't have, don't live in cities with cool thrift stores. So there are like apps like Depop, which is really fun, not sponsored. I just need to take my credit card information out of there because I'm buying way too much. (laughs) Um, But that really helps a lot because then you're also getting something with a story to it and you're getting something that someone is already done with, you know? Mm that's something that feels really satisfying because you know that you're keeping something from going into a landfill 
And you're also not buying something that's been made again in a factory where you don't know where the factory is. You don't know who made it. You don't know how they were treated and what like types of dyes the fabric was made with and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of. I love (laughs) that. No, I love that. And you know, that's such a great thing to say that we can go and that we're wearing things that people, other people might not need right anymore. Mm -hmm. And they've kind of donated and they're done with and that we can reuse them and make it our own. And that is just so amazing. I remember when I was on my journey to be more Mm -hmm. intentional with my clothes, it was so cool to look at my closet and just say like, okay, all of these things I wear and all of these things, I remember like where I got it, or if I did buy it for something like H&M and I thought, mm, I will pay for this. I've had it for like five years. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I definitely feel like I'm going to wear it. So I'm not just yeah. like plugging money into like stuff, you know, like yeah, stuff you that you just kind of pass. It. Yeah. Stuff yeah. that you pass. And to me, this happens all the time. And I'm sure for you, you need to take your credit card info out of that app, girl. Because yes, I know. <laughs> there are so many times that I will see things and I'm like, oh, wait, like glitter pink slingback shoes. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yep. And then I'll buy them. And I'm like, wait, what? And what it does just, it go with in my closet? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this goes with nothing. Like, this makes no sense. And I now am either selling them, reselling them, or I'm trying to like return them. And all of this is just like an endless, vicious cycle, you know? Yeah. And it yeah. just seems so hard. So, That is amazing. Can you share with us some good resources on sustainability, ethical shopping that you've run past? There are some Instagram handles that I can give you to put in the show notes. Awesome. But there's like, I'm trying to think of the names of them. The only one coming to my mind right now is Fab Scrap. They share a couple of things sometimes, but they basically, we've volunteered with them once, but they take like just basically scraps. So clothing that is like completely unsellable Mm. and they will turn it into insulation or they'll take the fabric and resell the fabric. So when companies are making a sample for a jean, they usually make half the jean and they test out the wash on it because it doesn't make sense to make a whole jean. It's a little wasteful. So, but then they have this jean and they can't even sell it because it's half a jean. So they'll take that and they'll end up turning it into fabric that people can use. So they share a lot of information on their um, Instagram page. And there's another one that I can find for you. Yeah. It has like a lot of statistics, stuff like that. And also things that you can do. And also it's no one person's responsibility to change fashion. You know, Mm. I think we get, especially with the way that our economy works, we often believe that we have all the power and we can totally change things. And that puts a lot of pressure on ourselves, especially if we care about our relationships with other people and with God to like completely just do everything right. And like, it's okay. You can buy stuff from Amazon sometimes. Like, you know, you're, you're trying, you're learning, you're growing. And that's amazing. You know? Mm, I love that. No, thank you. And thank you for saying that because so many times it's like, when you see women that are like, let's be intentional about what we buy. Let's get out there secondhand. Let's actually get dressed. And you're sitting in your house and you're just like, I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, like, like not but, today. Yeah, you're like these, these rain boots on Amazon. I can get yeah, them tomorrow. Exactly. I really need like, them. It's gonna rain. Like, exactly. So thank you for saying that. You know, it's definitely a healthy balance to progress. Mm-hmm. So that is that's amazing. We are so grateful to have had you, and I have followed your page since its conception and um and your brand, and I'm 
so, you know, excited to be able to have spoken to you and you are very inspiring. And I love what you guys are doing over there. And we're going to so excited for people to listen to this episode and learn more about how they can practice, you know, shopping that makes you feel good and is good for the earth. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. What a compliment. I'm going to pull out outside on the street. We're so, we're so happy to have you. So at the end of all of our episodes, we ask each guest what their hope for the week is. So something that you're hopeful for, something you're looking forward to. I can go first if you need some time to think, or you can go first if you're feeling ready. You can go. I'm pumped to hear yours. Okay. All right. Well, it can be a spiritual thing or a regular thing. I feel like most listeners are going to be like, Chanel never says a spiritual thing, but trust me, I pray. So Okay. So my, (laughs) I promise I pray at points. Um, so, okay. So for me, my hope for the week, um, my friend, uh, Hannah, who I went to college with, she lives two hours from me in Florida. She is coming to my house. We've been having Marvel marathons. So we started last weekend or two weekends ago, and then we had to work. So now we're resuming it. And yeah, and we're going to watch WandaVision and Loki and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we're excited. Then she's never seen Shang-Chi. So we're going to go see it. I've seen it like four times. So I'm so, (laughs) so I'm excited. You're going to like be reliving vicariously through her watching it the first time. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm excited to go see it and I'm hopeful that she'll enjoy the last couple things that we're, you know, watching We spent the whole weekend prior watching like it was just two days of like 10 hours of movies a day. It was like insane. So I'm hopeful that she'll like it. Um, WandaVision is my favorite. So I'm hopeful that she'll like it and that she'll have fun and that we'll just get to spend a lot of good time together. But how about you? So I'm going upstate with my cousins tomorrow for the weekend. So my cousin is Bridget is getting married in January. So we're having her bachelorette party. Oh my God. Um, and for us, like, you know, chill little sweet girls, it involves going up to our family's lake house and jumping in the lake, you know, I and eating popcorn. So. I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And uh, two of my cousins came back to Catholic church recently. And so one of them is coming up with us and I know, praise the Lord. It's, I'm realizing now just how much of a relationship is available with yeah. these two cousins and wow. I'm going to drive up with one of them. And I'm just really, really hopeful for like just all of the healing that the Lord has for our lives and just for like our friendship to really grow. So Aww. I'm pumped Yeah, to karaoke in the living room. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, what? She doesn't know me, but I'll send her a gift. Can I come? That's a- <laughs> That sounds amazing. That sounds so fun. And we'll definitely be praying for your cousins as well. What a Godwin. That is amazing. So thank you for sharing that with us. Tell us a little bit more about where we can find more information about what you're doing and Litany and just who you are. Yeah. So you can find Litany at litanynyc.com. You can find us on Instagram at litany.nyc. That one has a dot. And then we just started a podcast called Beyond the Stitch where we talk about the human side of fashion. So we put that out every Wednesday. We just realized it's on all streaming platforms. We thought it was only on Spotify. So the Lord worked a little miracle there. And um, yes, you can find us on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. 
Those are, those are the places we are. <laughs> I love that. And we'll put that in our show notes so people could check that out. But thank you so much for being with us today. It was awesome talking to you. Thank you. Thank you guys again for listening. And thank you to Veronica for being our guest today. Make sure to check out more information on Litany NYC at litanynyc.com. You can look at some of their beautiful clothing items and they also have pocket squares and purses. So beautiful things to look at. I'm so grateful that we were able to have an awesome conversation today about sustainability and ethical fashion. So this has inspired me to look through my closet and think about how I can more intentionally purchase my clothes. I hope that y'all are inspired to do the same as we take it easy and become the best dressed versions of ourselves. I hope that y'all have an awesome day. I'm looking forward to talking to y'all next week. God bless. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.